So the month of March has arrived. A couple of weeks ago, as most of you probably know, spring training camps opened in Florida and in Arizona. Kind of an exciting time of year for anybody who's a baseball fan, except for me. Because my, my team's not very good. This kind of matches my robe, so I thought I'd put it on for a moment here. I don't know how silly I, don't know how silly I look. Probably very silly. But this sort of speaks to the plight of my team, the Pirates, okay? Um, I'm not sure people even realize that they're still in the major leagues. I went to Dick's last summer to try to, to, try to get an actual hat, a black hat. They didn't have any. In fact, the, the, the one young attendant didn't even know that, that the Pirates existed. So I'm kind of I'm stuck with this. So my prospects for the summer and the spring, the summer and into the fall aren't, aren't very good. The, the Pirates are just not looking very strong. So I'm not sure that I have much to look forward to this, this coming spring. But hope does spring eternal for all of us. Time to get the, uh, the ball glove out and uh, play a little catch. Connie, did you bring your glove today? No? Okay. All right. Evelyn? No? Okay. Somebody? Maybe? No? Okay. Jen's got it. Okay. Very good. So it's kind of fun to get out in the backyard and throw a little bit without, without straining your arm, but uh, to enjoy the, the childhood memories that you had following your favorite team, playing Little League and Pony League and things like that. But as I mentioned, if your team doesn't have great prospects, you don't have a whole lot to look forward to. And I was kind of thinking of the connection sometimes between if you're in that plight, that situation where your team's just not real good, and kind of where the church is right now. Where are we as a church? How strong are we? How much potential? How much capability do we have? So I will ask for forgiveness in advance for some kind of lame baseball analogies and, and cliches and whatnot. But I wanted to talk a little bit about what I think is a connection. Now, a couple of years ago, you may have heard about this. Something happened in Major League Baseball that I thought was not possible. The New York Mets batted out of order. Now, I don't know how at the Major League level you can bat out of order. When you enter the batter's box and you look at the jumbotron in left field, if, you're, if your picture's not up there, you're probably not up. But somehow, some way, the Mets did it. I think they turned in the, the wrong lineup card or something like that, and they batted out of order. So they, they lost. They, they, I think they had actually scored a run. Some, the, the batter got a hit, but they had to take it away. They gave him an out and so on. And uh, just kind of a, a real fiasco, something that you wouldn't expect to happen at the major league level. Now, Little League, it's a little bit different. I remember when I was in Little League, we didn't know who was up next. You know, the coach had to tell us, and sometimes the coach didn't know because the coach wasn't all that experienced either. But in the major leagues, there's no way, right? No way. But it does beg the question for us as a church. Who's up next? Who's on deck? Got a nice turnout of young people here today, and we're grateful for that. We want to continue to grow. We've got a good start. As I mentioned, the Sunday school class this morning, um, our youth group uh, is really starting to gain some momentum, and we'll keep you posted in that regard. So I think, really, we're on pretty solid ground, and I think we have every chance to succeed. 
We might say what Paul said in the scripture this morning in the New Testament lesson. You then, my son or daughter, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. So there is our mission in a nutshell right now. That's where we stand as a church. Not so much where we are today, but where we will be in the future with our young people. And the challenge that we lay out for them. And the belief that we have in them. And the encouragement that we should offer to them. I see great potential in these young people. And frankly, I'm very excited to see where they will take us as a church. But we need to continue to be encouraging. And I must say that this church has done extremely well in that area. Offering to help at every turn. Reaching out with positive words of encouragement. I am, frankly, optimistic about our teams, or I should say our church's chances, in the year 2020 and beyond. We're building for the future. We have an opportunity. But we cannot afford to allow ourselves to be defeated, to say, oh, we have no chance. Just as I kind of look on the Pirates. You know, they weren't very good to begin with, and they traded away their best player this spring. How are they ever going to get any better? Well, there are prospects in the system. And there are prospects in our system as well. And we look forward to that. In fact, there's even a sports-like reference in the passage that April read for us this morning. Anyone who competes as an athlete does not receive the victor's crown except by competing according to the rules. Many of you in your day were outstanding athletes. Many of you knew how to compete. Many of you had great skills. So you understand. But the rules, maybe the rules have, have changed a little bit. In terms of where we look at the church, our foundation is still the same as it's always been. We are still grounded in Jesus Christ. But the world, the world around us today is very different than it was when we were younger when our parents were younger and grandparents, things have changed dramatically. And as I look out upon this church and remembering not too many open seats and how that has changed. So we can get caught up in that and we can say, you know, there's really no hope. There's nothing we can do. There's no future for this church or for the church in general. And if we adopt that attitude, it will become a self-fulfilling prophecy. However, if we look on the bright side, if we allow hope to spring eternal, we have a great deal to look forward to. So I invite you this morning to be encouraged, to look to the future with great anticipation. If we think the pirates are coming up short, we might want to look at our efforts and see what we might be able to do a little bit better. But as I look at my own life and maybe what I've done or what I've failed to do, I think about perhaps... The reason for the state that we're in is my indifference, my apathy, my complacency. What can I do better? How can I further encourage the future of this church? To, to use another sports analogy, perhaps, perhaps I've dropped the ball. But just like the shortstop who bobbles the ball but has the strong arm, there's still time. Still time to get the runner 
at first. A strong throw will result in an outcall, or in the case of our church, what we're really looking for is an in-call, an all-inclusive call for everyone to know that they are welcome here. And I think we're making progress. I think we're gaining ground. The enthusiasm of this group is very encouraging, very exciting. Things are starting to happen. We now need to continue on in that direction. We are, let's face it, we're past the seventh inning stretch. Not quite the bottom of the ninth, but it's getting close. I'd rather not go into extra innings because then a walk-off can beat you. I'd rather have a chance to win it before that. And remember, remember this above all else. We have the ace in the bullpen. We have the one that we can call on at all times. And he's not the only one. We've got prospects. In fact, we've got one around the corner right now. A prospect for the future. And other prospects out here. People that can guide and lead and direct. And I think they're ready. I can see it in their eyes, in the way they walk, in their excitement, in the things that they say. So I guess today the message is, there's always this romance about opening day. Let's get excited. Let's cheer. Let's encourage. Regardless of the circumstances, regardless of the odds, let's imagine a future of promise. Let's imagine a future of champions in this church. There is indeed a great deal to look forward to. And I know that everybody here, everybody in this church is quite capable. So let me borrow a passage from Scripture that April read moments ago. Let us endure everything for the sake of the elect. Now what do they mean by the elect? Those are the ones who will come after us. Those are the ones for whom we are providing a place. We know the people in this church who provided this sense of place for us, who constructed this sanctuary out of love and faith and hope, and then added the educational wing, not knowing that one day, 30, 40 years down the road that there might be a special area for youth and there might be a food pantry to help feed the people in our community. And there might be a garden over there outside and perhaps even an outdoor chapel as well. They couldn't necessarily see that far ahead, but their vision was good enough to get us where we are today. And so we look forward with great excitement, I hope, and great anticipation because the future for this church, the future for all of us is right now. Let us pray. Lord God, as veterans, it is time for us to pave the way for a new generation. These youngsters in our congregation have been blessed with enormous potential. Help us to guide them as they prepare to take over the reins and lead our church to even greater heights. This we pray in your holy and precious name. Amen.